Have you been experiencing burnout? Have you been struggling or overwhelmed with all of the things, all of the constant demands you have as a mother, wife, business owner, employee, and everything else in between? Well, let me tell you, throughout this last year, so many of us have, including myself, been burned out, causing us to um, be stressed and depressed and so many other feelings. But let me tell you, there is an opportunity for us to overcome the burnout that we have been experiencing. So if you have noticed that you've been burned out, but not sure what exactly it was or how to overcome it, Stay tuned because in this episode, I'll share with you five ways that you can overcome burnout. Hey, working mom, I'm Latika, a working mom with four young girls, a career and talent development professional, coach, and author. Ever since I overcame postpartum depression and got back to working in my career vision, I have been on a mission to help working moms like you balance life and pursue their career goals or vision. In this podcast, I will share tips and inspiration on work and life balance, career growth, career planning, productivity, self-care, and so much more, including our faith and its importance as working moms. View this as your one-stop shop to lead and grow your career and balance it all as we go through life together. So as you are working around the house, on your lunch break, or during your commute, get ready to laugh, talk back to me, and learn something new to be the boss mom you desire. This is the Latika Vine Show. Hey, working moms, hope you are doing well. Thanks so much for joining me for another episode of the Latika Vines Show. So excited that you are here. So I want to get into a topic that I know I've experienced, I'm sure you have, and I definitely know that other working moms are going through right now, and it's called burnout. So many articles, whether you're a government employee, whether you are um, a business owner, whether you're an employee of any organization in this world, as a working mom, we have been experiencing this burnout. And it has just been crazy. When I say crazy, it has been (laughs) crazy. The things that we are doing as we multitask, um, as we are managing our homes and and managing um, our relationships with our husbands and our children. And it's just a lot that we are going through. One of my colleagues referenced that I am a plain principal because you know, I'm managing work and, and then also my kids. But honestly, I'm not only the principal of the school my kids go to, the Vines homeschool, 
but I'm also their teacher. I'm their IT support. I am their play date. I'm their friend. I'm their counselor. I'm the lunch later. I'm the janitor. I'm the nurse. I'm all of this stuff. And if you're like me and you have multiple children, it can be a lot. And one of the things I tell my kids is I'm only one person and it's four of y'all. Chill out. <laughs> like I cannot do four things at once. I just can't. I cannot be a, a master at everything or to everybody. I can only do one thing at a time. Well, let's dig into what the definition of burnout is. It is the state of emotional, physical, and mental exhaustion caused by excessive and prolonged stress. It occurs when you feel overwhelmed, emotionally drained, and unable to meet constant demands. Would you say that is where you are right now? Would you say that you have so many demands on your life right now that one, you feel like it's constant and you feel like it's never going to stop, that this pandemic is never going to end, and that maybe you feel like it's just way too much. It is way too much right now. I'm going to tell you, it's, it's way too much. <laughs> it is way too much. And when we are burnt out, we experience side effects, if you will. These side effects could be um, always tired, always exhausted. And when I'm saying exhausted, like you are wiped out. My husband tells me all the time that by 10 o'clock, I'm done. Like I am done. You know, he wants to talk, you know, when we get in the bed. But as soon as I hit my head on the pillow, I am done. I am out until six o'clock the next morning. I'm exhausted. I'm sure you are too. Lack of motivation is the second side effect, if you will. Lack of motivation. What are you not motivated to do? You know, it could be that you have a lot of stuff to do. You know, I call it the wheel of life. You know, all of your priorities. And it's just too much. It is too much. And so you don't have the motivation to do anything. Honestly, anything that is on your list of priorities, you don't have the, the motivation. You don't have the willpower to do it. So you don't do it. The third is frustration and negative emotions. Now, in the previous episode, I talked about, you know, um, me going through a period where I did have some negative emotions um, and I, I did have frustration. You know, I was just frustrated um, with everything, just, you know, being home, not being able to do anything, not being able to see, you know, pretty much anybody, honestly, um, frustrated with um, just the routine of things. I'm frustrated because I feel like I need more out of life, you know, with my purpose and, and who I'm supposed to be, you know, who am I becoming? Who is this person I am becoming? Just frustrated and didn't know where that stemmed from. And it was burnout, honestly. The fourth is cognitive problems. So if you feel like you're not remembering things, you feel like things are just slipping by, 
that could be part of the burnout. The fifth is slipping job performance. So are there things that you're not keeping up with at work? Maybe you're forgetting um, a certain task or project or part of that project that hasn't been completed. These are things or, or signs that you could be burnt out. So another one I want to mention is not taking care of yourself not taking care of yourself. So when you're not taking care of yourself, that's another side effect of being burned out. You know, and honestly, I realized this because I decided for um for Valentine's Day that I was going to go ahead and um treat myself do a, an act of self-love, if you will, and get my hair done. Um, so I got my hair done, you know, so that I can, um, as my kids say, be cute for Valentine's Day. So I did that. And I missed having somebody do my hair. <laughs> I missed having someone do my hair. Um, typically, I wear my hair in um, twists. Um, braids. That's pretty much how I wear my hair now, especially this last year. I haven't put any heat to it. I've just really washed it, conditioned it, um, and then twisted it and, and let it dry in those twists. Um, so I haven't really done much with my hair. haven't even trimmed it um, in this last year. Now, in previous years, I've always got my hair braided, had someone um, come into my home and braid my hair. Um, but I never realized that take, you know, getting taking the time to go get my hair done was part of that self-care. Never in a million years would have thought that. But in those moments of someone massaging my head, um, washing my my hair, my scalp, and taking care of me in that particular way, I was like, man, this feels really, really good. You know, I was like, okay. Why did I stop doing this again? <laughs> but it made me realize it in that moment that, wow, I haven't even taken the time to do this little thing for myself, little thing for myself. So how can I create this habit to go ahead and do this more often? Because I am, you know, I, I'm feeling all these emotions, frustrated, um, you know, having the lack of motivation, exhausted, not remembering things, um, not being the best in my performance at work, or even, you know, come to cleaning my house, doing laundry, and, you know, laundry is just piled up because I don't have motivation to do it. You know, the, the, the mundane, the routine of everything. But it made me realize that, oh, wow. I have been a burnt out. So it definitely was something that I had to recognize of how do I relieve myself of this burnout? How do I um, stop being burnt out? And it was like, man, what do I have to do to do this? And as I was noticing this pattern of other 
um, I looked at magazines and different ad articles and blog posts and websites. Um, I believe it was um, Fed, was it Fed Newsweek or um, Fed Network um, and Forbes and a few other articles that talked about burnout and how a lot of us are burned out. A lot of us working moms are burned out. And it talked about the, and hopefully I pronounce this right, see, she session. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. But the she session where we as, as women, we as working moms are leaving the workforce because of one, of course, the, the child care, but because of the burnout, because of the lack of child care, we have to leave the workforce or these women feel like they have to leave the workforce. So we've had over a million women leave the workforce in over a year because of this pandemic, which is amazing to me that we've had so many people and, and numerous articles break down the numbers of, you know, how it was over 500,000 women of color, um, particularly black women who um, left the workforce during this time. And then another over 100,000 um, Latinas left a hundred, yeah, a hundred thousand um, Latinas left the workforce um, during this pandemic, this ongoing pandemic, um, because of that lack of childcare, and it's because we are burned out. Because we're doing all, as as uh, my girlfriend Toya says, we're doing all the things, we're doing all of the things, and we're not recognizing that doing all of the things at the same time is not healthy for us. It's not healthy for us. So you may be asking or telling yourself or or maybe agreeing with me, like, yeah, I'm experiencing that. I'm exhausted. I have a lack of motivation. I'm I'm frustrated. I'm forgetting things um, at home and at work. And or maybe, you know, you're not taking care of yourself and, you know, you're letting yourself slip by because you're so um, bombarded with all of the demands that you have as a, a woman, as a wife, as a, a, a woman, um, a, a mother, a career driven woman. You have so much going on, so many demands that you just it's just too much too much and it's causing you to be burned out. So what can you do? Well, I'm going to break down a few things that you can do. I have five steps that you can take to overcome this burnout. We've already recognized what the burnout is, but now let's get into how you can overcome this burnout. So before we get into those five steps, let's take a quick commercial break and we'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Get Productive Workshop for Working Moms. The workshop for working moms teaching them to create a productivity system so they can do more of what they love in the time they currently have. In this workshop, you will learn how to use a task manager to plan your household tasks, focus 
for periods of time while avoiding burnout by changing the way you work, develop the habit to boost your productivity, stay motivated to keep going, and to set up your week for success. For more information and to purchase this workshop, go to www.visionary-initiatives/shop. Welcome back. So we briefly talked about the six side effects or symptoms of burnout. Well, I want to get into how you can overcome the burnout. So I came up with five doing some research and some things that I've done personally on how you can overcome the burnout and really regain, um, because really what we need to do is regain balance, regain balance, regain, regain this blend of life, of work, of everything, relationships, all at the same time, you know, we understand these are demands on on us, Um, so many demands on our back, but it's so important for us to be able to have that balance that strong foundation. And one of the things that I teach um, those who are seeking career growth, those who are seeking a career transition in the government, in the federal government, is to make sure that you can have this self-analysis, the self-awareness, but also to create a foundation. And I call it the boss mom foundation. And then this foundation is where you understand exactly what you want out of your life, but then also what do you stand on? What do you stand on? You know, making sure, and what I attribute to or or reference it as, as a juggler. You know, when we go to the circus and we see a juggler and they may have three things in their um, hand that they're juggling. If you ever pay attention to them, they're standing still. Most of them are standing still. And if you ever see the only thing that is moving are their arms. Their um, feet are planted firmly on the ground and their core is tight. You know, their core is tight, holding them in as they're juggling. And then they add additional things that they're juggling. So first it was three, now it was four, now it's five, now it's 10, now it's 15. And it's like, wow, they're doing all of this. It's not magic. What it is, is they have a strong core. They have a strong foundation. And as working moms, I believe that we have a we need to have a strong foundation. And so in this boss mom foundation, in my coaching, I show you how you can have a core that is strong so that as, again, the will of life, as priorities are coming, as these constant demands are coming at you, you have a strong core, strong foundation that will allow you to juggle it all. And without one of those things falling to the ground and you having to stop, drop everything to pick up that one thing. But when you have a strong foundation, you're able, again, picture that juggler, you're able to juggle it all and add in other things because you know other things will come other things, other people, stuff, it will come. Um, But that foundation will keep you 
firm. It will keep you um, grounded. It will make sure that you can handle it all without feeling like everything is about to fall apart. But let me get back to what we came here for today. So the five things that you can do to overcome this burnout. One, workout. Now, I know last season and previous seasons, I've talked about working out and that's something that I'm um, that I have integrated into uh, my daily habit. And so it's my daily work week habit to work out. And so, you know, because of the winter season, I'm not able to go outside and run and walk like I truly enjoy doing. And I don't have a treadmill in my home. Long story, but I'm not getting one until my kids probably move out because we had a really bad treadmill accident with my oldest daughter. So I have found some really great walking videos. And in fact, my neighbor came over and told me about some walking videos. So I've been doing those. And believe it or not, these walking videos are, they make you sweat. They make you sweat. You are burning calories. You're increasing your step count. If you have a Fitbit or other watch to, um, you know, watch what you are, um, how many steps you're getting throughout the day. But that has worked out so much. And so I do that every morning during the weekday, um, work week, I should say. And I do it every morning and I try to do it before eight. And if I don't do it before eight, I do it at eight to eight thirty. So that, you know, I have that 30 minutes um, when the kids are starting to get up and get ready for school. And then at 830, I stop so that I can get them, you know, situated for school because school starts at 855. So I really try to make sure that I can get that in first thing in the morning, because for me, if I don't get it in in the morning, it's never going to get done because so many other things come in the way and they become my priority. But I'm learning again, we're learning together that I have to make myself a priority. And so I get up in the morning. I have my um, devotion, my Bible study. I have my productivity hour of getting work done. Um, and then that's when I go into my workout. So I have that all planned out for me and it really has worked. Um, I have gained so much um, strength, so much muscle and this walking from home series, honestly. And I'll leave a link into some of the workouts that I've done, um, of course, on YouTube. Um, but I've, I'll leave the link into um, a few of the workouts that really have helped. Um, one in particular that I absolutely love is Rick Bula and he's in Dubai. Um, he's a really good trainer. He's a fitness um, trainer. And so he, of course, like everybody else, he would train, you know, face to face, but because of the pandemic, he's not able to. So he's put everything on YouTube and man, it is amazing. It truly, truly is amazing. People have been losing weight and just getting fit. And it's been an incredible experience. He also has a Facebook group, which I'm a part of, and it's a really great support system. So I really love it. And I'll leave um, the link to his walking videos and YouTube channel in the show notes. The second is connecting with other working moms and friends over the phone. 
and we can't do it over the phone over Zoom. And so by this, what I'm saying is calling a friend, you know, dialing that number and calling them and listening to someone's voice. Um, you may not be able to see them, but just listening to them and you guys being able to converse on whatever topic will help you so much to release some of those stress, um, 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 stress factors, stress, whatever, just release it. Um, I want to say it's cortisone, but I may be wrong. Don't quote me on it. Charge it to my head and not my heart. But whatever stress you are feeling that's causing you to be burnout, you can let it go and you can have that friend, um, you know, pray for you. You can have that friend just talk some sense into you. Um, sometimes we need those people that we trust and can be vulnerable with and can talk us off a ledge, you know. And so talking with someone, voice the voice, you know, it, it's just something about it. It just helps so much. I know it helps me. And, you know, one of the things I absolutely love is joining friends on Zoom. Um, a group of my friends, we try to get together ever so often on Zoom and do like a happy hour or just do a time just to get together. And we did this before um, the pandemic. We would meet somewhere because we're all local. So we would meet somewhere and have um, dinner and just hang out with each other. And, you know, we're all we're all grown, married, kids. So we're, we're not acting crazy, but it's just a, such a great time to get together, um, reminisce about college days, reminisce about years ago when we didn't have kids or, or you know, some of the experiences we, we went through with the kids. Um, some of them were in the room with me as I was giving birth to my children. So just having those memories and being able to laugh is just incredible. And so we get to reminisce about those things. And it's just, it feels great. It really, really does feel great. So there's an opportunity for you to do that. Do it. I know it's it's a lot. I know we're zoomed out. I know we're on Microsoft Teams. We're on Adobe Connect. We are on Zoom. Um, we we're on um, Skype. We're on WebEx. I mean, we we're doing we're we're everywhere. But when it comes to letting go of this burnout, overcoming the burnout, I strongly encourage you to get with that one friend or get with that group of friends and talk, let it out. You will feel so much better when you do. The third thing that you can do to overcome burnout is to set a schedule and stick to it. So, and I'll get into this more into uh, in the fifth um, step, but set your schedule. Have your productivity hour each week where you figure out what you're going to do for the, the upcoming week and stick to it. Stick to it. Compare your um, calendar with your kids' schedule, what's going on. Sometimes things will happen, but have a schedule and stick to it. And that way you don't have to worry about what do I have to do? Um, this wasn't on my list or this is falling through the cracks because you've had your productivity hour. The fourth thing to do, and I love this and, and I um, teach all of my coaching clients this particular rule, is the 30, 30, 30, 30 rule. Yes, four 30s. It's the 30, 30, 30, 30 rule where you take 30 minutes, the first 30 minutes to spend time with your children. 
The second 30 minutes, you spend time in cleaning up the house or tidying up for the night. The next 30 minutes you spend with your husband. You talk or, or do whatever you do in spending time with your husband. And then the last 30 minutes is you spend time with yourself. So you're not cleaning, you're not doing laundry, you're not being nurse. You are spending time by yourself. This could be reading a book, listening to a podcast, a Latigo Vine show. This could be taking a bath, taking a shower. Y'all, I love spending 30 minutes in the shower. Yes, I made use of all the hot water in the house, but that is my time to be by myself. And I tell you, it is phenomenal. It is phenomenal. I have my my brush, my two-sided brush. I have the dry brush um, on one side and then the wet brush on one side. And I got my Dove um, body wash and I, the hot water steaming down on me. And I just sit there. I just sit there for 30 minutes. Just sit. But that's my time because I know when I get out, I got to deal with the demands, the things. So what can you do? How can you use this, this rule and how can you incorporate it into your daily habit so that you can overcome, relieve this burnout that you have been experiencing? And then the fifth thing that you can do is... Don't cram in so much for your weekday. Yes, we have a tendency, I do too, that when it's time to plan for our day, when it's time to figure out what we got to do for the day, we try to put everything into the day. Um, For me, I have four girls, so that means I got to do four heads of hair. And one time... (laughs) Years ago, I thought, oh, my God, I need to do everybody's hair on one one time, one day. No, I can't. One, that's an unrealistic goal. And two, with girls who have long hair, who are tender-headed, want certain styles. No, I'm not doing it. I'm on my feet all day trying to do four heads of hair. And I'm exhausted. Talk about burnout. And they're exhausted. Because they're tender-headed. They don't want to do, they don't want to sit down in the stool. They don't want their hair washed. They don't want their hair conditioned. It is too much. But I can't do that. So I, you know, once I've, I've done that a few times and then I said, okay, that's enough. I realized, okay, I can do two per weekend. Two hits per weekend. So I try to stick with that schedule and it's it's worked. Two hits per weekend. But I've learned that I can't cram so much into one day, into one setting. So for you, as you're planning out your day or, you know, figuring out what you need to do, don't cram so much into one setting. And it really is important for you to have that weekly productivity hour. And if you have not had a productivity hour or don't know what that productivity hour is, I am going to make sure that um, the link to the productivity hour workshop is in the show notes so that you can truly get an idea of what this is, you know, why it's so important for you to have a productivity hour in your life and have that as a habit of yours so that you won't be burned out. I I promise you it's going to help so 
much. It really, really, really is. So make sure that you can um, make sure you look up that productivity hour workshop and grab it um, right now it is on sale for $27 um, but it will go up in March so make sure that as you're listening this in February that you go ahead and grab it before it goes up to its original price of $97 make sure you grab that but I just wanted to emphasize the importance of making sure that we don't cram so much into our day you know plan it out if you can't cook three meals in a day don't pressure yourself to cook three meals in a day for the week you know maybe the whole entire weekend is your meal planning weekend you know saturday you cook maybe one meal and sunday you cook two meals like don't cram everything into one day because that's where the burnout comes from so let me ask you this what is going to be your tab at the moment when are you going to realize that enough is enough and that you matter and that you can't be burnout anymore if you're not familiar with Tabitha, Tabitha is a woman in the Bible who served her community. And I truly believe she served everyone and everything. But in one moment, she became sick and she died. And the blessing of it is that she was resurrected. But I truly believe we as, as working moms are Tabithas because we serve and serve and serve and serve and we become burned out. And instead of physically dying, we spiritually and emotionally and physically are ill. We become ill, we become depressed, we're, we're burned out, um, we're stretched past capacity. We can't do all the things anymore. So what is your Tabitha moment? Or are you going to wait until the moment that you become Tabitha and you fall physically ill? And that's when you realize, oh, I can't do this anymore. Or maybe you've had your Tabitha moment and you're still burning yourself out. Stress is dangerous. Burnout is stress, depression, it, it all is the same thing. And when we are stressed, when we're stretched past capacity, when we become depressed, when we become burnt out, it hurts us mentally, physically, and spiritually. So it's so important for us to understand where we are right now, to understand that we have or had our Tabitha moment, but guess what? Tabitha was re resurrected. Tabitha was able to get back up and serve. And I'm pretty sure she was able to get back up and serve better than she did before her death. So what are we going to do moving forward to make sure that we're much better than we were before? Make sure you let me know and um, tag me in a social media post. Make sure that you recognize what you need so that you can be better. 
or so that you don't have to have a tab at the moment where you become ill. But if you've had a tab at the moment that you realize, okay, I'm not going to do this anymore. So I thank you for joining me for this episode of the Latika Vine Show. And I look forward to talking to you again in the next one. Until next time, take care. God bless. Thank you so much for joining today's show. It is my hope that you gained at least one tangible tip to help you balance life and grow in your career. I get it. Trust me, being a working mom has its hard moments, but it is possible for you to lead and grow your career and balance life. And in this show, we will continue to talk about it. But before you go, don't forget to check out the show notes for all the highlights, links, and anything else that was mentioned during today's show, because those tips are going to help you make sure that you can balance life and lead and grow your career. Well, until next time, stay well, remember that you are enough, and that God has you covered. See you next time.